Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Friday, August 26th in the year 2022. Coming to you from Rockwall, Texas today. Tonight is a Ted Nugent concert, which I'm looking forward to. Tomorrow is his last concert of the tour in Fredericksburg. And I'll be at that one as well. Patriots, before we begin, I'm going to just talk about a product line that I've been carrying here for some time. And it's Expedition Coffee. And I want to talk about it because I got a call yesterday from somebody, I don't even know who they are, and they, um, I don't know how they got my number, but they did. And I'm going to talk about the same thing tonight, so I want to make sure I get this message out. So I'm just going to say this up front. I mean, I don't give my number out, so I don't know how they got the number. I, I, one of the things that I will say is just there has to be some general etiquette, like people just calling out of the blue, like you're going to call me as a friend when I don't know you. I don't dig that, and I don't answer the calls, and I'm not going to respond to them. Except this question that they asked was a good question, and it's this. The Expedition Coffee line is one that I stand behind. I like the coffee. I I'm really, I'm really like the gut health triad. I love the other products that are on the Expedition Coffee site. Like many companies, there is also an offering, if you dig into it, to do genetic testing to have products tailored to your genetic, your, your genetic profile. I do not support that. And I have been very vocal with Euphoria products that I will not promote that. Now, the question that was put to me is how can I promote a product line that is also supporting the idea of genetic testing? And here's my answer. Get some discernment. I don't promote it here. I don't stand by it. I do stand by the products because I know where they're made. They're made at one of the finest labs in the world. There's no pollutants in them. It's guaranteed you're not going to get Chinese junk in your stuff. And they're, it's a super high-grade product. They're expensive, but they're worth the money. I use them every day, and I pay the same price you do. But So that's all at expeditioncoffee.com. But the fact that the company is offering genetic testing doesn't wipe out the whole company. I don't like that side of what they're offering. I will not offer it. And like everything else, I don't own the company, so I don't have those sorts of controls. And if you haven't noticed, many companies are going that direction, and I disagree with it. So the bottom line is that I find continually that people want a 100% solution. And it's either like all in or nothing. And unfortunately, that's not the way this works. This is a good company, and it is a good product line. What that other offering is, I will not promote it. If you get to a place where you feel like you need to have it and it's your decision to want to go down genetic testing line and have products that are custom made for you, go for it. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to promote it and I think it's stupid. Matter of fact, not only do I think it's stupid, I think it's irresponsible. But again, I'm not going to promote that. So there's my answer for anybody out there that's looking. And again, use some discernment, man. Like people are, I'm just not really sure how we're missing this point with so many people. Part of this entire process of awakening is to use our discernment to learn to think, to be cognitive, make responsible decisions. And I am consistent with what I promote, consistent with what I talk about. And it is, it's an accountability issue that has to be held to. And I do have had very, very specific conversations with the company. So I have no contradiction in what I promote. So I just wanted to get that out there in case other people are like, oh, look at this. Look, man, it's like it's their company, not mine. What products I offer and I promote, I believe in. I, I use 
I use them, continually use them. I'm using them every day on this road trip. And they keep my immune system strong. They keep our body healthy. And I really think they're worth the investment. So that's expeditioncoffee.com. All right. Enough of that little thing. And again, if you get my phone number, like, please, like, have some courtesy. Send me an email or something if you want to talk. I probably won't talk to you because I don't have a lot of time to pick up the phone and chat with people. But I don't, I cannot stand just getting blind calls and like suddenly we're friends and we're all chatting. I find that completely disrespectful and I, I won't do it to anybody else. And I would hope they don't do it to me. So that's just my bottom line. Patriots, a lot going on in the news like normal, but a lot of clutter out here in what is going on. There is so much noise and confusion, confusion, and it's by design. Biden, the hand puppet, is falling apart more and more every day. He had a rally, couldn't even get an intelligent sentence out. And from what we can tell, it looks like the same type of rallies that Obama had. They probably paid every actor to be there. His rally, he's no way he can fill a gym, and yet somehow he's filling a gym with people. This whole thing is the, the entire process here that we're going through is a is completely obscuring truth. And they're trying to keep everybody's eyes off the truth and more importantly, their eyes off of our relationship with Christ. That's just something that's happening and we have to get used to it because they're noisy and they're, they're trying to keep people distracted. And I think people are getting wise to it. But the one thing I just throw out as a word of caution is when you have political pundits openly telling you how they're going to win the next race and what they're approach is going to be in their propaganda towards promoting a candidate, <laughs> that might be a clue as to what not to believe. Just saying. And that's happening right now all over. If you pay attention, they're telling you how they're going to go about it, what they're going to do. And so just ignore it. And that, that's really the bottom line. You, you've got now one of the big headlines today is, and I did see it a bit earlier and it's really, it really should come as no surprise because they're on the troll for everybody. But apparently they've arrested Gavin McGinnis uh, during a live broadcast over the January 6th issue, even though he wasn't there. They're sweeping up everybody they can, and they're trying to squeeze down any sort of information that's going to get out. They're on a, a bench hunt, and they're, they're not going to stop. So this is the this is the state of tyranny, and it's about time that everybody understands that we are living in tyranny. This isn't like tyranny light. This is tyranny. This is what it looks like. All right, patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today just grateful for the times that we have and the fellowship that we build in a prayer that we share each day in a prayer for this nation, a prayer for the many, a prayer for the those that have their heart in Jesus. Father, we begin our prayer today as a prayer for President Trump and just praying for a president that will become a repenting, Christ-loving president, one a person that will find his way to Jesus, be humbled by these times and all that's being accused and thrown at him and all that he is now standing in trial for the world. We know that he's openly signed the approval of many of the things that have caused this vax to be distributed. We know that that's an accountability that's coming. We know that he's been accused of many other things, including pressuring the FDA. We know that that's an accountability that's coming. 
And we know that much of the accountability has also been designed in such a way, the influence around him so that he would be the fall guy for the injections that are killing so many, so that the CEOs of these companies, of the drug companies, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, and many more, would walk away scot-free. What we're praying for now, Father, is just a real justice, but in the justice in the heart, a justice in a president that will find his way to praying and repenting, not only for his, himself and his life, humbling himself before you, but praying and leading the nation in prayer of repentance and induce in so doing the world. The impact of that would be immeasurable. The impact of that would literally kill the deep state in one blow. And whatever your design, if this is your will, we pray that this happens, Father, because a nation needs the strength of a man who has the courage to bow before you, to humble himself before you, reset this nation on the track as the Declaration of Independence intended intended with you on the throne, to humble themselves before you, to repent and lead the nation to repent as well. And the one amazing thing about President Trump is that he has the power, literally, to transform the world with 265 characters of a tweet. So, Father, we pray for that power to settle in on the right path, the path that lines himself with you, the path that puts Christ before him and Christ in all of our, in all of our lives. And, Father, we know that that's not an easy path. We know that President Trump has a good heart. We believe that. We also believe that he has a rather large ego. So these are not easy things. And so we pray for the wisdom to settle into his heart and for him to hear our prayers as you hear our prayers, Father. Father, we also pray for this nation in the many that are still wandering, the many that are still trying to make decisions outside of you and to start realizing that there's only one corporate boardroom, so to speak, in this world, and that's yours. It's the throne room. And so we're praying that, our, that people will start to look towards you rather than looking towards themselves, their investments, their 401k, and all these foolish things that mean nothing in the scope of things. We pray for the truth to settle in on people's hearts, and they can start realizing that the Ponzi scheme that they've been part of and start separating and being wise and using and stewarding their gifts and talents for such a time as this. And we pray for the strength in the boardrooms to return to Christ, to be boardrooms driven in prayer, to do the right thing. Our biggest problem in this world, Father, as we've seen, and I'm sure there's many more, is that material things become possessions of ourself rather than gifts from you. And so as we step into that place of us trying to own, control, possess, and and amount and amass wealth, we forget that what has been given to us is for us to steward and to share for uh, with others, to be stewards of what you give and to help others as we would want others to help us, uh, literally to help our neighbors as we would want to be helped, to love our neighbors as we would want to be loved. So, Father, we pray that this, this wisdom can settle in on many hearts and as the so doing to bring people closer to that relationship with Jesus, to understand the deeper meaning of the parable of the young rich man, to understand the wisdom that's placed in there and the opportunities to walk with Christ and the willingness to give away the things that anchor us to this world and the willingness in the heart to put the priorities of loving you first. Unfortunately, in this world, in this matrix in which we live, so much has been woven around the control and ownership of us, the me, the religion of me. 
So, Father, we pray for the casting out and the casting down of the religion of me. Instead, the revival and the strength of the love of Christ within each person's hearts. To be in that world again together where we are walking and talking and having that intimate and personal relationship with Christ. To treat it as it is a living and breathing experience rather than something that is ethereal and out of our reach. And to understand the true power of healing the true power of strength, and the true power of love. Father, we've, we've corrupted these words so much. We've corrupted the word even of love. It becomes a corporal, physical function rather than something tremendous and powerful to transform the world. It becomes some sort of satisfaction in, in the spur of a moment or sex in bed or it becomes a, a function of having to worry about getting pregnant. All of these disjointed things has nothing to do with the power of love, and, and yet here we are. So, Father, we pray for this true sense of love and nurturing to restore in our souls and our hearts of this world, that we can once again start to appreciate what you've given us to truly what it is to wield the sword of the Spirit in this time, to wield it fiercely in front of this evil. And knowing that as we do so, this evil cannot stand. It is one of the greatest things they fear. And yet, we stumble constantly because we stumble back into the principle of me and the and the idea that somehow we, I, me, are greater than you. Forgive us, Father, stumbling as we do. Rather, let us stand boldly, let us stand proudly, let us stand with the knowledge connected in you and the one body of Christ and walk in this world, giving and sharing that light in such a way that it touches everyone as if to sow seeds in everywhere we go. Guide us and protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, this is a real interesting time, obviously. I want to play a couple pieces here that are kind of interesting. And I'm, I'm going to look here at, I'm going to start with this. Just a, It's a perspective on peace with Jesus, and I want you to hear this. This is um, about 58 seconds. Jesus even says, here on this earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. You're going to have trouble. You're going to have pressure. Like, you're going to struggle. You're not going to get everything that you want. It's not always going to be easy. See, in church, we want everybody to think it's going to be easy. And when I come to Christ, everything's going to be fine. He tells us there's going to be trouble and strife and struggle and frustrating family members. But you're still supposed to maintain peace while you're going through it. Everybody say peace. And, and look where the peace is found. It says, I want you to have peace in me. So if you're in this room, I don't care if you're in high school. I don't care if you're a CEO of a company. God's saying is everything that you are doing to produce counterfeit peace is outside of what I've called you to do. Because peace is found only in me. Peace is found only through Christ is a true statement. And it's the, it's the true peace within that we need to be sharing. I think that's powerful. We're still dealing with some maniacal crazies that are going after the children, and we can't forget that. Take a listen to this. This is not a new piece. This has been brought out from Matt Walsh's film, but it's still worth hearing what type of crazy thinking is going along in trying to destroy God's children. One of the drugs used is Lupron, right, which... Mm -hmm has actually been used to chemically castrate sex offenders? You know what? 
I'm not sure that we should continue with this interview because it seems like it's going in a particular direction. Well, you're a medical professional. I am a medical professional. So you don't want to talk about the drugs that you give to kids or? Again, I'm a physician and I use medication. You're choosing exploitive words. Drugs I give to I'm, kids. I'm choosing a chemical word that was in a dictionary. That's not a correct term for puberty blocking. I, mean, I could like look it up on my phone, but I'm pretty sure if I looked it up, like, you you can look it up on your phone. The administration of a drug to bring about a marked reduction in the body's production of androgens and especially testosterone. And I'm saying, as a pediatrician who takes care of hundreds of these kids, when you use that terminology, you are being malignant and harmful. I mean, there are some who would say that giving chemical castration drugs to kids is malignant and harmful. Millstones. These people are sick. And the idea that they're fighting against is a simple principle that they're, they're afraid that when you use a word drug that the reality will start to settle into people. They're targeting children. Their puberty, puberty blockers and these other things they're doing are the same types of drugs they have used, as he said, for pedophiles to, to chemically castrate them. The damage that they're doing to the children is irreversible as we know it. So as a parent, if you're involved in that and you're listening to this, you're a criminal. And if you're involved in putting your child through this, you deserve a millstone. Let's be clear. As those of us standing aside in, along the side, if you know of parents that are doing this, you have the obligation as a watcher on the wall to speak out. It is otherwise the blood is on your head. They may not respond to you, but you have the obligation by Scripture to speak into the problem. That's where we start speaking the power of Christ into the world. There's no way that this, has to, this should continue. This is the most disgusting and, and horrific thing that we're witnessing right now. Telling it's crazy. I want you to hear this piece. Uh, we have a lot of concerns with our police departments, especially now that we have 87,000 new IRS police federal agents that are being stood up, 80 battalions worth that are armed and given the license to kill Americans for not paying their taxes. And that same witch that ran the IRS under Obama has now been put in charge of running this new division. So one of the things that's going to be necessary is filming these people and putting that out on social media to hold them accountable and to expose them more than accountability. But they're going to try to take away your phone. So take a listen to this. You're filming the police in a public event. We're not talking about a parade. We're talking about an arrest or some aspect of the police doing their job. And they want that film as evidence. They would have to subpoena it, meaning they'd have to go to a prosecutor who would have to impanel a grand jury. And somebody would have to testify before the grand jury and the grand jury uh, would issue a subpoena. If it's an emergency situation, the prosecutor can go to a judge and get a search warrant. But if you're asking, can the police just grab the camera from you? Absolutely not. The law is crystal clear. That would be theft, just as if anybody had grabbed the camera from you. Pretty simple, but it's a rule to keep in mind. So don't be intimidated by the threats. Do the job, document it, and get it out. There's a piece that came out the other day, and I want to say that it was in Arkansas, could have been in Alabama, but they had three police officers with their knees on with a guy down beating the hell out of him, pummeling him. And the person was filming and the cop was screaming at them saying, put that camera down. Don't put it down. Film it. Get it out. Things like this are going to happen because we have dirt bags in uniform as well. For those police departments that have those dirt bags, if you're not doing anything about them, you're as guilty as they are. 
We are we are, have to be at a zero line here. There has to be a point where we come to that we start to realize that this is no longer going to be fixed by some magic group of people writing in on their in the last 30 seconds of the end of the world. It falls on us and through us as we are occupying the land, we are behind enemy lines, and we are having to fight off this evil and resecure the kingdom. That is through us that God works. Now, this is an interesting piece right here, and this is on Kanye. He was doing an interview, and I want you to hear how he handles this because this is just something to log in as terms of engagement of how people like to manipulate you. And the guy has asked Kanye a question, and Kanye is thinking, and he wants, and the interviewer is wanting to cut away. That little hand trick there is to make it look like you, you are unable to answer the question, and so they're going to come back to it. Instead, Kanye retorts, and it's a really good little piece here, so take a listen. You want me to repeat? No. Why don't we do this? Let's take a quick break. Uh, no, when we no, come back, no, we're going to No, 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 no. We're not going to Jimmy Kimmel the situation. No, we're going to come right no, back. No, no, we're not going to come right back. Okay. We're not going to Jimmy Kimmel the situation. Fair enough. We're going to give me time to think. Okay. Fair enough. You asked me a serious question, and I'm going to take some time to think about my answer. Most people don't do this. Most people are like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, we can cut to a... No. No, no, I'm going to think you're not going to cut away and make it look like I don't know what I'm f***ing doing. If you don't like that, it has nothing to do with me. It's called respect. And so this guy has no real respect for Kanye. Kanye understands this and he handles it appropriately. Just because the approach seems gentle or seems kind or seems like, okay, well, we're going to just take a break. And it might look like he's crazy in doing this because most people would submit to this other dude's type of demeanor and Kanye doesn't, he, what he's doing isn't crazy. It's just out of the norm. It's actually what we should all be doing. Absolutely. This year, these are the techniques that we have to arm ourselves with and being very cognizant of what they're trying to do and how they try to manipulate information. I've been in a lot of interviews. I will tell you, they pull all sorts of tricks, including one of the most underhanded. And especially if you get a formal interview where they mic you up with wireless mics, they will love to shut the camera off, but they leave the hot mic going to try to get you in a conversation so that you'll say something off camera. Never trust media. Never trust these engagements. They're always got an underhanded trick. Patriots, I'm going to play this last two minutes. This is a clip from an old Donald Duck piece. I want you to hear this because this, if you're wondering how Disney made its fortunes, they made its fortunes through propaganda. That's a whole nother story. We'll get into another night, but... I want you to hear how much this was. This was way back. This is when income tax was coming in. This is how they were programming youth and people and parents who are watching these things to be willful compliant slaves to a new system. Are you a patriotic American? Yes, sir. Eager to do your part? Yes, sir. Then there's something important you can do. Your income tax. Income tax? Yes, your income tax. It may not seem important to you, but it is important. What? Yes, and it's your privilege, not just your duty, but your privilege to help your government by paying your tax and paying it promptly. Ah, what's the big hurry? What's the big hurry? Your country is at war. Your country needs taxes for guns, taxes for ships, taxes for democracy, taxes to beat the Axis. That's the spirit. Yes, sir. Now, how about your income tax? Oh, boy. 
Why, you don't need all that stuff. Do that? No. You made less than $3,000 last year? Yes, sir. Well, then, you can use the new simplified form. It's streamlined. It's simple. All you need is a tax blank, your pen. Right here. Some ink. Yes, sir. And a blotter. Take a big drink, son. We got work to do. Now, what was your income? Now, don't guess. It will save a lot of trouble if you get it right. The total income is exactly $2,501. All right. Subtract your credit for dependents. That comes to $1,701. You're single with dependents. Yes, sir. Then just look in column B. Okay. And you'll find it all worked out for you. $1,701. Would you sign here, please? Now, if you really want to help, mail it in early. Be one of the first. Okay. Sure do. Well, this isn't necessary, but it shows the new spirit. Indeed it did. And when you dig into World War II and you start looking at all the deeper things that were going on, one of them was to get Americans excited about funding the war, to fight the war, and to use taxes and many other things. Patriots, there's a lot of manipulation. The government is a tyranny. You cannot trust it. Don't be deceived. And the taxes is the number one way they keep you enslaved and keep their engine running. Put two and two together, it should get four. They're going to tell you it makes five. Think. Think freely before it's illegal. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait, 
bought this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 